1: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC.
0: Afternoon to you. Welcome to Lori and Julia's show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Lori today. And you're ready for a little fact or fiction?
2: Oh! I think so, but I just want to let people know later this hour, we're giving away a pair of John Bon Jovi tickets, but you have to guess the celebrity voice. Um, and Rachel Blunt is going to be calling us from Pian Chang to talk about the Olympics.
3: Yeah, we have
0: questions. Um,
2: all right, Donnie. Yeah, there we go. So, fact
1: that. is the truth.
3: Factors
0: stop.
1: Just protons stop. Protons and neutrons are made up of other particles. Oh,
0: fiction.
1: Once upon a time, there were three little pigs <laughs> who went out into the big world to build Here's Donnie Love. All
0: right, here we go. Fact or fiction. Here's your first one. Okay. Uh, I'm scared. Okay. Uh, before he was James Bond... Sean Connery taught fly fishing in Scotland.
2: True.
3: What say Ooh, you, Holly? That's tough. I'm going to say fiction.
0: Holly, you got it. That Sorry. is fiction. He,
2: he was a bodybuilder.
0: Yes, he also was a a milkman, delivered milk.
2: Oh, Ooh. I didn't. I had no clue. I just All it right. sounded good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good. Now the, we um, know.
0: The, now we know the Swatch watch mm-hmm. arose from a campaign. Promoting the purchase of a
2: second watch. True. I'm <laughs> just saying this stuff.
3: <laughs> I'm going to go. I think it's false,
2: actually. I don't know. No, I'll go with true. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's true. Yes, okay. Swatch. Second watch, watch. Swatch.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, I
2: never knew that, Donnie. Well, I do. remember when know. that thing came out swatch, and I had to watch. have a swatch. Watch, watch. I mean, they were so affordable, like 30 bucks. Yeah,
0: they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Houdini, the famous magician... Died while performing his famous Chinese water tor- torture cell escape. Fact true, or fiction?
2: True. No, I think it's false. I want
3: to say he died in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that that's not the case.
0: <laughs> no, he did. He died of appendicitis. Yep. That,
2: okay. Appendicitis. All right. We both and then there was a weird seance that his wife tried to get yes. him to come back. No, and, and we read book. the book. Oh, remember oh. the Houdini book? It was on five or six years ago.
0: He did? I don't mm-hmm. remember that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maxim Gorky. Maxim Gorky is a popular Moscow hotel.
3: N- is that a name? No. I want to say, say that's the name of a person.
0: Uh, yes, that's the name of a person. All right, he's so a, a Russian a Russian author, Maxim Gorky. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'll be staying at the Maxim Gorky if you need me. You, uh, that would be It's by Gorky true, Park. That was yeah, a movie. There you go. It was a movie. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, what's the name? Okay. Um, true or false? Fact or fiction? No U.S. state begins with. These letters of the alphabet, B, E, or J.
2: True. Mm -hmm. Fact. That's true. That's a fact.
0: That is a fact. Yes. Did we get a sound effect? Yes.
2: Yes. You got all five right, Halley. I only got four. But that's impressive. I know it is. You knew your fact from fiction. Well, not as well as you.
3: Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, All
2: right. Not as well as. But well. Well. Yeah, well,
3: we learned a lot in fact or fiction today. That's I point. know.
2: I know. All right. So this is kind of cute. Here, here were um, some. Uh, oh, we still have time, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have time. Okay. Is the show over? <laughs> well, that's how you feel <laughs> about today.
3: Now. No, no, not no, today. Don't no, don't I stop. mean it's only four oh seven for crying out loud. For crying out loud.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, Valentine's week. Day was yesterday. hope everyone had a good time. Um, this is what, um, A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez texted to J-Lo, Ooh. to my gorgeous girl, you make me happier, stronger. Better was this on social media or was yes, this a, okay? Of course, I was like, How
3: did we get our private texts?
2: Because I'm sure the yeah. private text did not say that. No, these are people who like to show off and tell us everything. But the funny, funny, funny one is and I gotta find it um, is how um Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively just like to diss each other online and they're pretty funny about it. Mm-hmm. So they they had kind of an epic one um yesterday. And um, so he sends her in the morning a photo of him. He's at the gym working out and he is holding, looking down, holding, looks like he's holding his phone. And he sends out something on Instagram 10 minutes into writing an email to my mom when I realized there was no phone in my hand. So just kind of random randomness. And then Blake Lively responds to it. Why won't this darn app swipe right in reference to, to tinder correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he responds back because it's the e harmony app oh. she nice. responds back can you show me how to download that ever since ashley madison closed i've been so lonely
3: <laughs> yuck, yuck, and yuck, he yuck, finished
2: yuck, off ah happy valentine's day <laughs> They're they're cute yeah. They're very funny. I think that was just very, a very cute and funny oh, the, exchange between those two. little Valentine's mm-hmm. Day love. Ever since Ashley Madison closed, I've been so lonely. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's good. Lonely hearts.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: They're really kind of cute on Instagram though. Well, yeah, it's part mm-hmm. of their yeah, whole so, it's but, Yeah, it's part, part of their the whole stick. thing. Yeah, I know. Stick, yes. I know. Very, very, very cute, very cute. Did you guys have a good Valentine's Day?
3: Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, quiet. It was a Wednesday. So it was the dead. middle of the weekend. Week. Donnie Connors. Night, right night of the weekend. Holly went out to I know. Yeah, I routine. went out and got
2: some
3: Italian food. I was in bed and asleep by nine o'clock. So it was fantastic. Oh, oh, wow. A nine o'clock? Wild night. That's like,
0: really? o'clock? That's
3: like what time I go to bed every day.
0: Really? Nine o'clock? Like
3: nine o'clock, 9.30. I get up at five in the morning, sometimes uh, like 4.45. So I'm going to bed. Do you work out in the morning? I do things in the morning, yes. Oh, things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yes, so into bed by nine o'clock, I was like, yes, this is Valentine's did you have Day good Perfection. Food? Yeah, well, of course. It was beautiful Italian food. I loved what it. What did you have? What did I have? I had a beet salad. I had some uh, pasta with ham in it, little chunks of meat. Yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. So I went to this place. that was called Renata. It's on 25th and Hennepin in uh-huh. Uptown, and it's a nice little cozy spot. I had never been there before, so go there if you want some cozy Italian food. I recommend it highly. Well, How about fun? you, Julia?
2: Did you have a wonderful Valentine's Day? I did. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I told you. I took. I was with the boy, my son. Well, that's perfect. We went to Dick's.
0: Sporting goods.
2: Uh, we got did some we, batting gloves. Oh, <laughs> that's very, very lovely. <laughs> then lovey. we went yeah. to yes. Lund's and Barley's and got some yeah. groceries. Oh, that's yeah. nice. For him or, or you? Some dinner for him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and he wanted to go to a different grocery store that was closer to his house, and I'm just like, I can't. I can't <laughs> go there. You know, I just like...
3: I'm like I'm just gonna bite the bullet.
2: That was a lovely Valentine for your son. But this is a little shout out because I took my mother grocery shopping today. Um, The if you're wanting to see some hot guys, ladies, if you're single, the Lunds and Byerly's downtown St. Paul, over by the freeway. Uh-huh. Um, it's over by the fr- by the police station, oh. close to the freeway. Oh, we got okay. some hot bakers, hot butchers. No, policemen. In it. it was all men. The entire store was men. Really? The whole thing. Pretty much. All right. So. Mm-hmm. so I'm just telling some ladies. That's a great hot tip. I thought so. <laughs> I really thought so. And if you can figure out where to check out. I mean, it's a beautiful store. It's brand new. Excuse me, sir. Can everything. you point me in the re- direction of the eggplants? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that did eggplants replace cucumbers? Yes, eggplants are to millennials what cucumbers were to uh, Animal I, House, Donnie. Okay, yeah, that's you right. Know, Thank you for the, the analogy. Shopping, Put yeah. that
3: in the SAT for this
2: year. Yeah. That is, I that guess,
0: is that'd be a great SAT <laughs> uh-huh. analogy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> things, has, things have changed colors yeah. and shapes over the years.
0: Yeah. Carrots are to baby boomers as eggplant is to.
2: Millennials. Millennials. All right, great. Right. I win the test. <laughs> mm-hmm. Full scholarship. Sixteen
3: hundred. Perfect score.
2: Yes. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we've got random thoughts. You're listening to Lori and Julie on My Talk
1: 107.1. The radio home of, oh, my God, he was so good in Fargo season two. My Talk 107.1.
2: Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And
0: now. Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, Holly. Holly, Holly, you start us out on the randoms. Yes, we have happiness
3: news. I've got a bunch of happiness news. Well, not a bunch, but a couple of stories regarding being happy. So there's a new study out of Purdue University Uh that found, now this is not kind of, this isn't very new news, but they found that people are the happiest when they make between sixty dollars and $75,000 a year. So that lines up with other studies that have also found this to be true in the past. But researchers at Purdue took it further, and they wanted to see how much money it took for people to feel more than happy. Okay. So ecstatic. they're Ecstatic, so more than happy, exactly. So. Over the edge. This is, the this is what researchers looked is at. it a they, billion? No, actually, it's quite attainable, Julia. At least more attainable than a billion dollars probably is. They looked at when people felt like they achieved their financial goals and that they were successful. So not only okay. had they reached financial goals, but they had a feeling of success. That number is about $95,000 a year, a little easier to achieve than a billion dollars. And they found that Mm -hmm. when people made more than $95,000 a year, that it actually made people less satisfied. The reason is because they started wanting nicer things that they really couldn't afford and then would compare themselves to richer people.
2: I don't, I disagree with that. I don't know why I just disagree with that. You
0: don't compare yourself to richer people? No. Oh, who cares? Okay. Okay. I I mean, some people do. I'm
3: just here. It's the research. So this is just the research coming out of Purdue University. But they're saying if you once you start making over ninety five thousand dollars a year, it's not going to make you feel more happy or more successful. It's just it likely will make you just starting uh, to feed the envy, the green monster. And you might start getting envious of other people. Who are richer than you
2: I i'm just putting out the turn. stats here yeah. i just i always wonder i because everyone was like keeping up with the jones and stuff that i don't know why do you guys ever that has never uh, been I, uh, no my I, MO. Not,
0: that's not me at it's all. it's never been my thing not me no
2: i mean granted you know, it,
0: it's, you know if be, i it's had like a good tailor
2: good. on my staff and a dry cleaner in my house <laughs> that'd be nice i but think yeah i just have never
1: no i think it's I one of those things
2: less. where I can appreciate nice things. Same. I really
3: like to appreciate nice things, but I'm not going to feel bad if I don't have access to
2: those Mm-mm. really Mm-mm. nice things. Mm-mm. I mean, because it doesn't really make a difference at the end of the day. You're still the same person. It, it, the only time I think in that my life where that status stuff mattered when I was younger well yeah because you know, you're, you're younger and you're trying to figure out where you fit in and well, everything
3: yeah. and I think when you're younger and when you're growing up and when you're a young adult you're you're looking to those outside things to try to define you because exactly Julia you don't quite know who you are yet but as you get older and you get wiser you don't necessarily need those outside well, things to define you
2: that's good news because isn't Yay! the average yes. income like uh-huh. $60,000 I'm not sure oh, about I have that. No I mean, idea I, I yeah, I, I don't know what the average income is.
0: Very so greatly. This from is state everyone to state. is happy.
2: Yay! Yay! Okay, well, here's something: <laughs> uh, the Happy Meal. Okay, McDonald's <laughs> yeah. said they're cutting the cheeseburgers and the chocolate milk from the Happy Meal. What? And this is making people Donny's, sad. Donnie's. I'm Donny's upset it. about this. And um, write a
3: sternly <laughs> worded. Letter. Here's
2: the deal: they're changing their meal to the Happy Meal, so it's less than 600 calories, which is smart. And they're going to be 100% compliant with the new nutrition criteria for added sugar, saturated fat, and 78% compliant with the new sodium criteria. I think this is super smart on their, on their part. In addition to the temporary removal of chocolate milk, they're going to not have cheeseburgers as an option in the Happy Meal. So it's going to just stay with the chicken nuggets and the hamburgers. And um, in the meantime, they're working on reformulating their chocolate milk to reduce the amount of added sugar. Oh, yeah. Chocolate milk is <laughs> sugar city. I know. Yeah. And they're also reducing the size of the fries in the six-piece chicken McNugget meal and adding bot- a bottled water as a drink choice. Well, that makes sense. I think so. So on average, the reductions will be 20% less calories, 50% less in added sugars, 13% in saturated fat, and 17 in sodium. Well, at least they haven't gotten rid of the toys. I know. Because isn't yeah, that what
3: you toys. wanted in your Happy Meal? I mean, yeah. the food, you know, hey, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat it. But when you got that Fraggle Rock toy to complete your collection, yes, living large, I don't need yeah. $95,000. I've got the complete set, you know,
2: of the <laughs> McDonald's the family, a Hamburglar, oh, yeah. grimace, yes. the chicken McNuggets that drove in their car. Mine was more, it was a great in the wintertime, they'd have those McDonald's Playlands. Oh, yeah. And so I'd be like, we are going to McDonald's to play.
0: Yeah, I did that, too. Oh, my gosh. I remember being on vacation
2: in Florida, and it was raining out. Let's just go to McDonald's Playland.
0: land. (laughs) The the, 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 the ball pit.
2: Yeah, and do it again. Laugh it again. Go up again. Yep. Yep Go mm-hmm. up again. Come with. Nope. You've, you're doing so well. I'll be so at the table well. in the back. You're great. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you from afar. Mm. So, Mom's so think, proud of you. I think that's smart. McDonald's has had I've, to do a lot of things to try to stay relevant yeah, their with their food been choices. Done. Yeah. Yeah, they have to. And Chipotle, they're the ones that are really struggling. Are they? Yeah, they need uh, to... I'm fi- not a
0: fan. Never have been.
2: Oh, my... Oh, oh I love kids. Chipotle. They, really? I still mm-hmm. eat there. You know, well, they've had some issues with the health concerns in their restaurant, but I still it's eat there good. all the time. It's good, but they're saying they're having some... Yeah. You know, they need to mm. figure out what the next big thing is yeah. there. All right. Make walk okay. not extra. <laughs> no kidding. Give well, us a little bit of it for free. Yeah.
0: Scientists have figured out why you don't like new music once you get older. I don't think that's necessarily true, but... However, uh, they found that the uh, it says we gravitate toward the type of music and the actual songs that were popular when we were in middle school and high school. They found that the average woman's musical tastes get locked in between the ages of 11 and 14. And the average man's are finalized between 13 and 16, which explains, you know, why I love this song. For me,
2: it's that's, what they say when that's right. locked
0: in for me. Anyway, uh, they have another. Uh, we all have another quick period in our early 20s where the tastes grow a little, but it's only about half as influential as that period earlier in your life. What say you?
2: Well, it's interesting because I think, I, I disagree with this, but I can see where it would, I mean, there are some music genres that are more comfortable for me than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a jazz fan. And that's Close. just the way I've grown up. I just it's not my thing. Sure, it's just not your thing. It's not that my makes, thing. Yeah. And I've never really been exposed to it. But I um I love learning about new bands. I like learning new music. I think this makes sense. It goes along with my theory
3: about Saturday Night Live. That you are invested in the cast of Saturday Night Live when you were between the ages oh. of twelve oh. and like fifteen, sixteen. Like that's this, that is the Saturday Night Live yeah. cast, and those are your favorite skits and sketches mm-hmm. because at that time you were old enough to understand some of the comedy, but too young to be able to actually go and do things on Saturday Night with your friends. You didn't yeah. have a driver's license or anything like that. But I'm kind of you know with you, Julie, where like I like I learning like, about new bands and too. new things. But I some of the styles of music that I like are fairly locked in but i'm i'm game come yeah, at me
2: i know with your jug band i'm ready <laughs> to band. expand my consciousness <laughs> oh my word ready donnie is there anyone new that you like i mean do you oh like- i
0: like lots of the new stuff uh-huh. i mean uh besides ed sheeran who everybody loves right. I, imagine dragons i like yep. halsey yep uh, pink for sure uh, Walk the Moon,
3: Bruno Mars. What about you, Julia? Who's, who's, like who's somebody that you've gotten hot on in the past year that you're like, wow, this is really great new music? Oh, I put. Because you're on such s- a fantastic I curator put it a of playlists. Yes. <laughs> this guy
2: who sounds exactly like Bruce Springsteen.
0: Oh, um, who's that?
2: I'm gonna tell you. Okay. It's in my library. Um, mm. Let me just look at my playlist for Laurie. My playlist, seriously. Here's what it is: Laurie Christmas, The Girls. Lori birthday 2012. Lori birthday 2017. Lori Xmas 2017. Lori Xmas. Lori, Xmas, Lori birthday 2015. Lori birthday 20. This has been my gift to Lori forever and ever and ever. Someone but would say she's your musical muse. She. Yeah. I make. I make her music. She kind yeah. of is. All right. What's the name of this dude?
0: Well, um, I'm we'll looking. We'll come for back it. to it. Is uh, well, yes. Is it the traffic daddy?
2: It. Oh, you know it.
0: <laughs> you sure. we'll know that. it, honey.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Traffic daddy.
2: Sound. We are so delighted. Rachel Blount is joining us. She um, is writing for the Olympics for the Star Tribune, and she's in Piancheng, and it's 4.30 in Minnesota, and it's 7.30 a.m. in Piancheng. So good I'm morning. i talking
1: to you from the future.
2: I know. Oh, I, that's just got to be weird. <laughs> Tell us some stocks to buy.
1: How are you, Rachel? It's so crazy. Oh, it's great. Everything's really good here. It's, Korea is beautiful. The people are so friendly and nice, and it's it's really been a good experience so far. Has it? It has. what has been, been terrific. What's been your favorite thing? Um, Let's see. Well, I've enjoyed the cross-country skiing. We still haven't gotten the medal for Jesse Diggins. I think it might happen in the relay on Saturday. We're still waiting for that, but those have been really terrific races so far. And she's um, the gal from Afton. She's the gal from Afton. That's right. She's really good now. She's had three top six finishes in all of her races. She was fifth in two of them and sixth in the other. And the fifth place, believe it or not, U.S. women have been cross-country skiing in the Olympics for 42 years, and her fifth place is the highest finish they have ever had. Really? Wow, Who crazy. dominates Norway? It is. Norway is absolutely huge. Yeah. Sweden and Finland are also very okay. good. Russia's pretty good,
2: yeah. That's amazing. Was she happy with that, or was she disappointed that
1: she didn't medal? She's, you know, she's really happy with that, and, and she was saying yesterday that people keep coming up to her and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, like, this is a bad thing. because." right. I mean, you know how we are in America. You got to win a medal, or, or, or it doesn't count, right? right. Yeah. Why are you so, even um, there? <laughs> she, uh, yes. Yeah. So she's really happy, thinking, "Well, wow, this is the best the U.S. has ever done." And she's very realistic. You know, she understands how good the Norwegians and the Swedes are. So she is very happy. And I do think the relay is coming up on Saturday. That's probably their best chance of a medal. So I think they've, they've really got a good crack at it yet.
2: Okay, so and it's a fantastic. good. She's got good support
1: on a team. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! It's pretty cool for an individual sport. This is a really, really strong team with us uh, as cross-country skiing, and a lot of that is because Jesse is a very team-oriented person. Yeah. Before every race, she she calls herself the glitter fairy. Before every single race, she puts glitter on their faces like eye black. It's gold glitter, and she puts it on their cheeks. Oh, that's so so cute. That's so cute. That is really it cool. Is. And it's, it's the neatest thing because she has turned this individual sport where it used to be very cutthroat, where all the, the skiers from the U.S., it's just every woman for herself, right. and, and there's not really team feeling. She has really helped change that to a very supportive team feeling, and that's why the U.S. is now winning medals on the World Cup circuit, which they had never done before. She is a really large part of why the U.S. is now successful in this sport.
2: Because people can share their, you know, I've been trying this and it's working, or they're happier because exactly. they're not all exactly That's wonderful. That's
1: right. It's a, it's a much better atmosphere for everybody.
2: I love that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so um, you, you know, I know that you wrote about the King of Quads, Nathan Chen. Yeah. Okay, so is doesn't the men's figure
1: skating start tonight, the individuals? It it does. It starts, actually, that's where I will be going in about, uh, about three hours. My time is when I will be going to figure skating. I'll be covering the men's short program today.
2: Okay, and do you think, has he recovered? Because he didn't do well when they were having the teams uh, compete, the skating team. Do you think he's got the nerves uh, out? I, I would
1: hope so. You know, he's been on fairly big stages before, even though this is his first Olympics, and he's normally pretty cool. Everybody was very surprised that he was as nervous as he was in, in the team event, so I'm looking for a bounce back from him. He really is a great skater, and you guys might remember, it was the 2016 National Championships at XL Energy uh-huh. Center in St. Paul, where he really made the big splash he was 16 years old that year he got the bronze medal and he became the first man to ever have four quads in a long program and two quads in a short program so he made history in minnesota when he was just 16 years old This is kind of cool
2: that's so cool that and really cool. now because i was watching the ice skaters last night or the pair skaters and it seems yeah. like no one is watching them um have has has there been a good crowd there
1: the crowds have been really spotty, depending on on what you're at. the The figure skating crowds have not been great so far. Right. Uh, believe it or not, I I covered curling a couple of days ago, and there were a ton of people at curling. Uh, Cross country skiing has had a lot of people. Snowboarding has had right. a lot of people. So it sort of depends on the sport. I know they were very concerned. Ahead of time, they were saying that advanced ticket sales had been pretty slow, so they weren't sure what kind of crowds they were going to get. It's It's been a little spotty so far, but the crowds have been pretty enthusiastic at, at all the places that I've been to.
2: Oh, good. All okay. right. Now, sometimes you tell us about um, how they treat the media, you know, at some of the different Olympics that you've been to. are they Are they really cool about taking care of you
1: guys? Oh my gosh, what a change from the last two Olympics. (laughs) From Sochi and Rio. Oh my gosh. Okay. Koreans are the friendliest people. I really, really enjoy this country. It's a cool culture. And people just are so friendly and warm and want to help you. A lot of English is spoken here, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And they like Americans in Korea, which is also nice. You know, there's a very strong American military presence here, as okay. there has been since the Korean War going right. back to the 1950s. So they're very—they um, they, they feel a real connection with Americans here, so there's no— um, None of the anti-American sentiment that we sometimes run into, and we just really the experience has been wonderful from that that point of view. It's everybody from the bus drivers to the volunteers to the the athletes themselves. Everybody is just very friendly and warm.
2: Oh, I'm so oh, glad. Great. Okay, so now um, are our curlers doing well? The U.S. women curlers.
1: Uh, our curlers, the women are 1 and 2, and okay. the guys are 1 and 1. So we'll have to see. It's just the tournament just started a couple of days ago. It's a little too early to tell how they're doing. The women lost really badly in their first game. I think they were very nervous, and then bounced back and had a big win in their second uh-huh. game against the 2014 Olympic bronze medalists, and then dropped one to Switzerland last night. So they're kind of up and down. And the guys uh, beat Korea in their first game and then lost to Italy last night, but it was a very close game, and it came right down to the very last stone. So I think the guys in particular might have a chance to medal. The it, this team that's together for the Olympics has been together for three years now. They've been to the World Championships three times, and they were top five every time and won a bronze medal in 2016. So the guys might get a curling medal. Oh, that's exciting. That's really cool. And now I don't know if you guys saw, but if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. The first curling game for the U.S. men, they came out wearing white pants, which is like everybody was shocked. Everybody was floored because everybody in curling, except for the Norwegians with the crazy pants, everybody wears black pants. And the U.S. guys, you know, they're like Iron Rangers, they're right. pretty conservative guys, you know, they're 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 not fashion models by any means. And so they decided to really go out on a limb and wear white pants. And it was kinda cool because they you know, they just had this fresh look. And they actually said that that kept them really loose for their first game because they couldn't help but laugh at themselves when sure. they saw so <laughs> so they like thought was a of a little bit of a of curling. Um... Canadians totally rule in curling. They win most of the medals, and curling is so huge there, you guys. If you go to Canada and flip on a TV sports channel, curling? Half the time curling is on, yeah. And you'll go into a bar where there's like a sports bar where there's TVs, and people will be eating their chicken wings and they're just glued to curling. It's the funniest thing. It's it's a giant sport
2: there. I wonder, is it like bowling used to be here? Remember, that was on every weekend. and
1: Oh, um, yeah. And in fact, that's a really good analogy because it's like bowling when you do it also. Like, if you go to the curling clubs in the Twin Cities, it's a very social sport. A lot of people do it, like, they'll have a Tuesday night league. Right. And yes. the thing is, if you go, you, you go, you curl, and then you have a beer with the people that you just played. So I that's kind of the deal. And a lot, a lot of the Olympic curlers... It's kind of the same thing, you know, at it's, it's a very much higher level. It's still very social. They mm-hmm. all like each other. They go out together. And so that's kind of cool. And, in fact, a lot of our Olympic curlers, they still curl in league night, like at the St. Paul Curling Club and the right. Duluth Curling Club. You can you can curl against an Olympian just playing with regular folks at those clubs.
2: Oh, that is so Keeping cool. Has the time difference? try it sometime. Yeah. I went, I went in the doors of the Curling Club in St. Paul on Saturday just to check it out. And um, it was everyone was on break, but it's fun to watch. Do you has the time? And it's harder
1: to do. It's harder to do than oh, you think it is. Those no. stones
2: are heavy. How heavy is that thing?
1: Forty two pounds. Wow, they're so heavy. I and was the flexibility. Shocked. I mean, you guys have seen like how you have to crouch right. when you crouch down and you slide it. That that's not easy either. No, it isn't. Lori and I did it once for a TV
2: segment. <laughs> For Twin Cities Live, it was so hard. Rachel, we got to go. I absolutely love that you made time for us. And we're reading all your stories in the Star Tribune. Rachel Blount, 15 hours ahead of time. That's just got to be
1: weird. It is. We still can't get used to that, trying to think every day when we're writing our stories. Okay, now when this gets in the paper and somebody gets this paper on their doorstep in the morning, how old is this story going to be right. and what are we mm-hmm. going to be doing at that time? It, it's
2: really hard to
1: get your head around I it. I believe
2: it. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully we'll hear from you when you come back. Sounds great. Anytime. Okay, thank you so Thanks, much. Rachel. Oh, gosh. She's so wonderful. Oh she my covers goodness. all the Olympics. So many things going on. I know. it. When we come back... We need to Hollywood speak a couple things. We'll be right back. You're listening to My Talk 107.1.
1: Home of 15 years of Lori and Julia.
2: My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment.
0: So, what are you trying to say?
1: Hollywood. Hollywood speaking.
0: What is the meaning of this? All
1: right, before... Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Before we get to the meaning of it, let's give away some tickets to the John Bon Jovi concert, April twenty eighth at the X. Uh, tickets have not gone on sale yet. So you're getting them ahead of time, and we're going to play Guess the Celebrity Voice, and this celebrity voice is from the 80s. Oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. Oh, be honest, Andy. If Brian came walking up to you in the hall on Monday, what would you do?
3: I mean, picture this. You're there with all the sports. I know exactly what you'd do. You'd say hi to him, and when he left, you'd cut him all up so your friends wouldn't think that you really liked him. I know it is i think oh, okay. i know this no. one this time i, I have been do. zeroed too i know week. it.
2: six five one six four one one zero seven one. 641 donnie's going to take those calls okay. here's some hollywood speaking yes uh film academy is finally phasing out paper oscar ballots hello. Oh, welcome to 2018 hello i guess that um in 2012 they first made electronic voting available and more and more people are doing it But they still haven't gone 100% electronic. The Television Academy um, has been fully electronic since 2015. The Recording uh, Academy for the Grammys uh, went to online voting last year. So these guys are the last. So um, this is the last time that the paper ballots will be mailed out and sent back in. I think that's more than appropriate. I know. Moving into the future. I know. Sunday, March course forth. Those are coming to you. There's a photo of Susan Lucci in a um, one-piece bathing suit. Yeah, I saw those on page six. She's still got it since she's 71. My
3: word. Hey, she looks great. And her swimsuits are really cute, too. She's wearing this one-piece with, like, some green and red on it. She looks great. Is she still on
2: She's still seventy-one. Well, yeah, not still seventy-one. Yes, I know that she didn't have her birthday. Is she still on uh, TV? Well, it says that um, the last thing she, in difficult people, it says that she's pulled back on her workload. So I don't know. All right, so she's enti- she's retired. She's
3: enjoying the she beach. Played, she's looking fabulous. She
2: played Erica Kane for forty years. Wow. Uh huh. Luann de La rejects her plea deal. Hmm. Interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought that she had already accepted a plea deal, but apparently not. The lawyer in this instance rejected it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I, well, she's on. She's charged with a felony. I know that's a big darn deal. So I know. good luck to you, Countess Luann. I feel the same way. Muhammad um, Hadid, uh, Bella, and Gigi's dad has used his daughters to lure lure women into bed. Ugh! And he said he'd always introduced. You know, we met him where, and we know we met him. The same place we met Donna Summer, but we met Donna him. Summer. I mean Donna. Um, no Donna Mills. Okay, Donna Summer's dead. Yes, we that, didn't meet that her. Is, that is true. We Julia. didn't meet her. Donnie, do we have a winner? <laughs> yeah, we do. Just All let right, me get the be, voice ready before so. we go back into this. Okay, okay. so we did meet muhammad Hyde. at the Polo Lounge at the Polo Lounge. at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah, one of Lori's sisters went over and got a picture with him. I didn't know who he was. And they're like, that's Mohammed Hadid. And I'm like, do, do they get any kind of sense no, of what kind no of person he was? All. It
3: was just like, hey, here, I recognize this guy from the Real Housewives. I'm going to get my picture taken with him.
2: No, but people are alleging sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, I know, and yeah. it's gross, and it's, it, so and, gross. It, and it's particularly gross where he's luring in young women based on his relationship with his daughters. And people think that he's got to be respectful to women because he's got a twenty-one and twenty. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's especially daughter. insidious yeah. and disgusting, gross. I know. All right, so Danny, play the voice. All
0: right, and then Michelle from Excelsior is going to tell us who this
3: is. All right. I'll be honest, Andy. If Brian came walking up to you in the hall on Monday, what would you do? I mean, picture this. You're there with all the sports. I know exactly what you'd do. You'd say hi to him, and when he left, you'd cut him all up so your friends wouldn't think that you really liked him.
0: Yeah. Who is that, Michelle? Oh, wait a minute. There we go. I keep forgetting to press the button. Sorry. Michelle, who is that voice?
1: You know, if I didn't know this voice, it'd be bad because I've seen the movie about a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Molly Ringwald yep. from Breakfast Club. Yes. Of course yes, it is. I didn't know if
2: it was Breakfast Club or Pretty and Pink, but I knew yeah. it was Molly Ringwald. Mm-hmm. How? Michelle, are you a big Bon Jovi fan? Huge. Oh, Huge. Fun. oh this is going to be great. <laughs>
1: have you been to see him nope. before? Oh, no, my gosh. I never have. And honestly, I think I'd enjoy it now at, at their age now than I would have back in the 80s. Okay, you're going to
2: watch. Check out his knee pads. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Check check out his knee pads. He does. He wears knee pads under his black jeans, and he wears Reeboks, the white Reeboks, the very first pair. I suddenly feel
1: really old. Listen, but if you know that first pair of white
2: Reeboks, it's okay. It's totally okay. Well, enjoy. We're going to give away. Thank you, honey, (laughs) for listening. Thank you, Michelle. We're giving away our last... Our last pair of tickets tomorrow. Yes. Um, Kanye West has settled his lawsuit against this, um, the the Lloyd's of London insurer for his Saint Pablo tour when he um, canceled the tour and checked into the psychiatric center at La at UCLA. So yeah. well, he settled. Well, yeah, well they weren't going to pay. Actually, Lloyds of London, I think <laughs> that they paid their
3: entire settlements. So they're just like they were saying, like, well, we don't want to pay this because we're claiming that the reason that you checked into that psychiatric center at UCLA is because you were using drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were spite- yeah. citing specifically marijuana and Kanye's like, um no, that's not the case. So it's all been settled. He gets his money. So yeah. You yeah. think he's getting all of his money? Yeah. They okay. settled it, yeah. yeah. Okay. But settled doesn't mean they got it. He got all no, of
0: his money. No, well, I think it, necessarily. no,
2: but I think they settled enough. All right.
0: Yeah, well, got to eat.
2: Yeah. You gotta eat. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. This this was kind of one of my favorite. And I want to know: is it publicity, or is it publicity? Um, and the t- the new show that is starting. On Bravo, on Tuesday nights, I don't know if it started already, Bethany and Frederick. Oh, I can't wait to watch this. And it's their home improvement show, okay? Okay. And so, the headline, already at war, Bethany Frankel is called very annoying by co-star Frederick Eklund. Okay, please. As he claims, as she claims, he overspends.
3: (laughs) Wow, I don't know what to categorize this under, Julia. I think I'm going to go with the third option, which
2: would be publicity, okay. so here's what it says. So he's forty, she's forty seven and it's a new flipping reality series, new home flipping reality series. And they did a Q and a this week in us magazine. It's he said she said mm. and um Bethany tells the truth. This is what he says about Bethany. Bethany tells the truth. she says how it is. to me, it's actually hurtful and annoying, annoying. um. Let's see, she's always truthful, doesn't matter where you are, who you're speaking with, what the subject is, it doesn't matter. It's a great quality, but very annoying when you're on a television show and when you're being recorded. So please watch us at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central, to watch us being annoying to each other while we flip houses. And she didn't disagree with them. she owned up to it. She says, I'm a perfectionist, attention to detail, that no one could live up to. Are you That's a Bethany it. fan? Me? Yes, you, Julia. I wasn't. I was initially, and then I wasn't mm-hmm. through her divorce and all that stuff. And I wasn't her talk show because she just didn't have the softness there. But I am a fan of her business savvy and I think she's done some good things with her money lately. I really... She went down to Puerto Rico. She did things that other people weren't doing. I, yeah, so she's I not respect
3: a, her. She's not a compelling television personality for you. Like, as a human being, it seems like you respect her. You're like, okay, she's good at her business. She's a good philanthropist. She's actually, like, walking the walk and talking mm-hmm. the talk. But as far as watching this show, are you going to be setting your I TV don't know. for this? If it's a
2: home-flipping reality series, I might be interested because I like that stuff. Yeah, you're an HGTV I girl. like that. And And she goes on to say so they're doing this he said she says and she says I'm sitting here noticing that one peg is missing from this table that table's got dust on it the vase that was just filled um, with water I don't know why they filled it up too hard too far it's hard to live up to my expectations wow Mm. (laughs) I'm very black and white Frederick lives in the (laughs) Oh. sounds like a great show I actually think it might be I might (laughs) like it alright when we come back oh my gosh oh my gosh We are hearing from someone we've been heard from forever. We'll be right back. This is my